0: and shine sleepyheads, maybe my day off, but the tech news never takes a day off. NVIDIA's RTX 4070 and 4080 GPUs have had their alleged performance leaked on Twitter by the notorious at Copite7Kimi. The numbers come from 3DMark's Time Spy benchmark tool and are in line with what others had predicted with the 4080 netting a Time Spy Extreme score of 15,000. That's only marginally faster than the 3090 Ti, but, <clears throat> more powerful than the card it's replacing, the 3080. Meanwhile, the 4070 scored nearly 10,000, about 47% more powerful than the 3070. All those frames come at a cost though, as the same leaker suggests that the 4070 and 4080 could draw upwards of 600 and 800 watts respectively, which is actually perfect for their release this winter. You mean to say I can play cyberpunk at max settings and heat my whole house? That's a win-win. No word yet on the pricing of the cards, but I'd keep a spare kidney around just in case. Remember when Intel was stuck wandering the 14 nanometer desert for like 40 years before making a comeback with Alder Lake? Well, they're not out of the dunes yet on the server side as their Sapphire Rapid Xeon CPUs have been delayed again. According to internal documents, the new launch window is between February 6th and March 3rd, 2023. That's pretty rough for a lineup that was originally intended to compete with AMD's Epic Milan. Since that original announcement, AMD has launched Milan and Milan X and will launch their next-gen Genoa in the coming months. A security vulnerability in the previous Sapphire Rapids chip iteration has been cited as one of the reasons for the latest delay, which casts doubt on the release timelines for subsequent generations, Emerald Rapids and Granite Rapids, which were slated for 2023 and 2024 respectively. Jeez, last time my server was this late, I did what any Canadian would do and I only tipped 10%. Twitch has begun testing peer-to-peer technology as a way of delivering source quality 1080p streams. The experiment will initially be limited to the South Korean user base, and users will have to opt in to participate. Now, some of you might think of P2P technology as that thing you used to download terribly mixed versions of Linkin Park songs from LimeWire back in the day but this implementation will leverage the computing power from other viewers' devices, so it has that much in common, but it will be to provide a high quality viewing experience and without taxing Twitch's backend, which they hope will ease operating costs. The downsides for users? Well, increased latency and potentially worse privacy as the IP addresses of all of those who participate are made available, leaving these users potentially exposed to cyber attacks. It's just Something to be aware of when you see your webcam automatically turn on while watching mukbang videos. We should see P2P rolled out to more regions soon, but if you don't like it, Twitch says, well, you could just watch in 720p instead. Now it's time for the Quokbots, brought to you by Vessi. Vessi Footwear is known for being lightweight, easy to pack, comfortable, and most importantly, water resistant with their Dymatex technology. Their everyday move line is designed with added support at the midsole and better breathability to keep up with your active lifestyle. You can take them off and put them on with ease thanks to the handy pull tab, and they're also made creature-free, so every step you take can be guilt-free. Your feet will thank you for wearing these. So say goodbye to wet socks and save $25 with our offer code TechLinked at vesey.com slash TechLinked. I am but a simple humble man, badminton, gaming, and quackbots. PayPal, Steam, Epic, Nintendo, and many more remain blocked in Indonesia thanks to the country's MR5 content moderation rules. First introduced in 2020, the law requires websites or services to register with the government's database or be blocked. The laws then give the government carte blanche to obtain any data about users and to compel companies to remove content that the government deems will disturb public order. The good news? is that companies like Apple, Google, Amazon, Microsoft, and Twitter have all registered with the government as of this writing. It's really nice to see some bravery and leadership from our profit-seeking overlords in the face of egregious human rights violations. Good work, you guys. Samsung is planning to release a new privacy feature, which when activated, limits what someone can see on your phone. Dubbed Repair Mode, the feature boots your device into a bare bones mode showing only pre-installed apps and removing access to the device's media. The feature is enabled in settings and disabled by entering your passcode or fingerprint to authenticate your identity. So far, the feature is only slated to be released on the S1 in South Korea, but Samsung plans to roll it out to other regions over time. In news that shouldn't be news, Twitter has confirmed it will be allowing users to post images and videos in a single tweet very soon as the social media giant is currently testing the feature to enable people to mix up to four media assets into a single tweet, regardless of format. Currently, users can only post one form of media per tweet, but if all goes according to plan, bots will soon be able to sing daddy Elon's praises in rich mixed media collages. I can't wait. China's Long March 5B rocket re-entered Earth's atmosphere before crashing over the Indian Ocean on Saturday. The rocket is the third uncontrolled re-entry by a Chinese rocket in as many years, which has garnered criticism from experts who call the uncontrolled re-entries avoidable. And they're worth avoiding, as up to 40% of the 23 metric ton rocket could potentially survive burning up in the atmosphere, remaining as large chunks of debris. A representative of Shanghai-based news site, Guancha, said that the U.S. and Western media deliberately exaggerate the loss of control and the probability of personal injury caused by the rocket debris. He's like, eh, the ocean's pretty big, eh? (laughs) Do you like short-form video content? Well, YouTube is making it easier for creators to post shorts by implementing a new edit-into-a-short tool on their iOS and Android apps. Users can convert up to 60 seconds, that is one minute for you biologists out there, existing longer videos with all accompanying tools shorts creators have enjoyed since they launched in 2020, when Silicon Valley realized that people like TikTok. And that's our show. Come back on Wednesday when our entire episode will be condensed down to just 20 seconds of lip syncing. No, I'm just kidding. We actually prefer it this way.